Chapter Four of My Travels, a Family Story. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. My Travels, a Family Story by Maria Hackett. Chapter Four. The commission appointed by the government to settle the distillery affairs, after spending a long time in hearing testimony and examining witnesses agreed to pay the distillers a fair amount on their presumed annual earnings my husband's share was to be one thousand one hundred pounds a year for a term of years so far so good but they took thirty months before they paid a dollar and then by some fraud that never was fully explained away they reduced the amount three hundred pounds per annum great as was the inconvenience and loss we were subjected to owing to the stoppage of our business the other distillers fared infinitely worse as they never received one dollar of the amount awarded them and to a man became bankrupt sir john franklin in this matter acted entirely against the interest of the colonists and by his influence and recommendations laws were passed making it a penal offence to make any whisky in van diemen's land and visiting with heavy punishment any one who should continue in the business a certain mr gregory who then occupied a position as collector became so disgusted with the wrongs perpetrated on the distillers that he resigned a position worth eight hundred pounds a year and went to england at his own expense to present the real state of affairs instead of having his recommendations listened to he was publicly censured in the house of lords by lord stanley the then colonial secretary and his exertions were of no avail were i to give a description of the wrongs annoyances and persecutions we endured for a couple of years in the vain endeavour to obtain satisfaction for the infringement on our rights i could fill a larger space than perhaps would be allowed me but the conclusion may be safely arrived at that it is better to submit to a wrong when inflicted by a government than to spend money and time in getting redress it is might against right and might is always the victor our return to england in eighteen forty one was actuated solely by a desire to obtain redress as we never would have left such a delightful country except for imperative reasons a short time before we left hobart town we saw the ships erebus and terror in which the expedition commanded by sir john franklin sailed for the arctic regions sir john himself showed us the preparations he had made for the voyage and spoke enthusiastically of his expected discoveries and the benefits to be derived from the discovery of a northwest passage he little thought that he would suffer such a horrible fate as he did and that his existence from the time he reached the arctic regions would be shrouded in an impenetrable mystery only to be solved by our noble american explorer dr kane is it not a little singular that to america belongs the honor of finding franklin dead and livingstone alive both devoting their lives to science though at the antipodes lieutenant james holman the celebrated blind traveller was a friend of ours in hobart town he was a most remarkable man and wonderfully gifted he was a knight of windsor whose duty it was with eight other knights of the same degree to reside at windsor palace at the queen's expense he attained considerable celebrity as a traveller and author 
and I think his works are to be found in the YMCA Library of Albany. In one of his works of travel, he mentions our names favorably. The first white men who attempted to settle at Port Phillip, or Melbourne, as it is now called, were a party of eight gentlemen, at the head of whom was Mr. Gillibrand, the Attorney General. The party dined at our house immediately previous to their departure, and it was a very gay affair. They were never heard from the time they set out, and it is presumed they were eaten by the savages. Mrs. Gillibrand, the wife of the unfortunate leader of the party, spent $5,000 in endeavoring to get some trace of them, and the only trace discovered was a piece of one of their boats near the embers of a fire. End of chapter 4